What's going on, everyone, buddy? Ooh, a rough intro. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Window to the Soul. My name is Stephen Covert. Some housekeeping. New ribbon. Uh, the building. New. Oh, man, I'm just off my game today. The new building, ribbon cutting, will be taking place very, very soon. I know Erica sent out a reminder. So make sure you're staying peeled on the group meetings and the emails. There'll be free food, free drinks, live music, and a wonderful opportunity to celebrate the growth we have seen here at Richmond Window Corp. And we are in a new setup. The usual room was taken. So if you hear some background noise, you didn't hear it. Um, but I'm here. I'm here with Henry Gonzalez. Yes, the sir. New, what is the official job title? Proximity. The way it's on my uh, uh -huh. at the office is uh, direct canvas manager. I love it, bro. How has that been? It's been amazing. Uh, people here have made it that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, amazing, far and beyond. There aren't words can explain uh -huh. that, that explain what the people here have been. Bro, we've loved having been. you here. It's been so fun. It's Thank been you. so refreshing. Um, so Henry, I every time. Now, I know you've listened to it, so you're probably well-versed on everything, but usually I try to ask everybody this question. You get off a plane, you're at RIC or JFK. You know, you're, you're hailing the cab, but then an Uber pops up. Daniel, the Uber driver, you get in, you're, you, got your, you got your watch, you're looking fresh, you're fresh off the plane, <laughs> you sit down and Daniel looks behind his seat and he goes, how's it going, sir? Like, you know, what do you do? And how would you respond to Daniel with what you do? What is it you do for a living? <clears throat> I heard someone uh, give a great answer to this question in one of the podcasts I was uh, watching to help verse myself right. for this. Um, they said, I, I think they said, uh, I'm living. There's so something similar to that, or to that. But what I say to that is... Uh, Immediately, I think my purpose yeah. of what I do, what right. I do, which is my family and children. So if you watch a lot of the Fast and the Furious uh, movies, Vin Diesel preaches and they preach family. That's their right. code. Uh, I live by that same code, and that's what I do. It's what I do all revolves around family, my family's success, my expectation, the growth I want my family to have. Um, they're the, the reasoning for everything that I do. Um, Absolutely. Essentially, I don't get that deep or personal with a, a right. Uber driver. Um, <laughs> often. <laughs> Since he's just Daniel, you just met him, you're probably not going to get very personal with exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, normally, I you know, would just say I'm in sales. Yeah. Um, if it was the other way around, I'd probably try to find out and see, hey, if, you know, because it's all about creating relationships, yeah. right? So sometimes someone in the back seat may be able to provide or bring an opportunity yeah. for something you have may have interest in you can say daniel i i sell windows and doors do you are you interested in windows and doors <laughs> right and if we put it in cars he would immediately be a client potential uh, client right? uh, absolutely <laughs> um no but that's awesome so coming in as soon as i as soon as i met you for the photos you were dressed to the nines you were looking good you were professional you were confident and you were ready to take over and you're from New York. And then those are the things that stuck out to me. Excellent. Uh, yes, I, 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 I'm not photogenic, I, I believe. 
but I can dress really nice when it's time to, you know, put on a suit uh-huh. and tie. I, I, I think I can do that very well. Um, and then you did an amazing job in getting that uh, that shine out of me through your your excellent camera. No, bro, you so. killed it. You were you were the you were the star. Thank um, you. But since you're a new since you're a new employee, we had to have you on because I didn't really know much about you, and this is such a fun way of people getting to know you. Um, so how like who who is Henry? In in brief, and then we'll we'll start chopping it down. How would you like what? Give me the story. Yep. So uh, I was. You mentioned New York. Uh, uh-huh. I was actually born in the Dominican Republic. Oh, no way. Um, I was born there. I came to the United States when, about, when I was about five years old. Wow. Um, obviously, lived there with my mom. All my family's there over the years. My family has grown, and they're all over the place now in the United States, right. which is great. Give, gives me the opportunity to travel everywhere. But as far as who I am, um, I'm a self-motivated individual. I'm, yeah. I, I do say I, I am motivated by success. Yeah. My family drives me, my, uh, my, my children. Um, essentially, there's, as a parent, I feel it's you know, my job to put them in, a, in, in the place to succeed. Mm-hmm. I always tell them I don't want you to ever cross any of the bridges I cross to, to get to the success platform or the place that I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to be better than me. And they'd always look at me, you know, when they say that, I want to be just like you. And yeah. I, you know, encourage them, I want you to be better than me. Yeah. So I put in a lot of the groundwork. I do all the groundbreaking and path creating for them to put them in a situation where I can't, I don't like to say I, I wish I was this age and knew the things I know. Mm-hmm. I, I, obviously, I can't do that, right? Yeah. So I, I live these experiences that I've now acquired over the years, I lived that through, embody those through my children. Yeah. My son, who's 18, um, you know, I've been helping him so that he can be very successful. Yeah. Son graduated high school already, gave him a car for his graduation gift. Um, but it was just an, word uh, it was just appreciating him for his hard work that he put in because right. he was so self-sufficient throughout his school years uh i'd never had to come in and check hey have you done your homework and right all that. it was never it, it was always self-sufficient he maintained a's which was the expectations right my younger son is going down the same path um i like to let them know that i appreciate and i value that and teach them that everything is earned through hard work nothing yeah. is given there's absolutely nothing given, and there's just more, much more satisfaction when you earn something and you know you worked really hard for it versus when something is given to you, you don't value it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm grateful that I've uh, gone through the trials and tribulations that life has thrown my way. Yeah. They motivate me. I love a challenge. Yeah. Um, and so that's essentially who I am. I'm all about my family. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Where does that come from? So I know you mentioned... The self-sufficiency, self-driven, um, and it like you exude that. So it's obviously super duper important to you. Um, was that something implemented in you, or did you have to learn that on your own way up? So I I I like to say that I learned that although although I didn't meet my dad till I was 21 years old. Okay. Um, so there wasn't ever like a male figure in my life to be that role model. I did have an uncle who took on that role, mm-hmm. but I was raised by my mom my aunt, my grandmother, and my older sister. Let's they go. taught me all the, lots of values, yeah. you know, and I trickle those values down to my kids. 
but there needed to be a man in the house. Right. At 12 years old, I was, uh, you know, I was 6'3". At 12 years old, and I broke my ankle. They stopped my growth, so I didn't have a leg grow longer than the other. Oh, no but way. I was always a big kid. Oh, wow. That's what I'm trying I mean, to say. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, the bigger you are, the more expensive things are. My mom yeah. didn't always have it like that. And yeah. uh, I didn't want to put that responsibility right. on her of, hey, mom, you got to get me these at whatever cost. So yeah. at 12 years old, living in New York, you learn, you know, the grind. And yeah. I was fortunate enough to be in the sports team. I played uh, one year minor league baseball sort of uh, for the uh, in the organization for the New York Mets mm -hmm. born in the Dominican Republic you're born with that in your blood right um, played basketball and football so I would take my gym bag full of clothes uh, that I would buy in Chinatown in New York and I would door knock every business on my way home and, and sell clothes and I would help my mom to not have to you know worry about maybe one less thing off her plate right wow so go to practice Finish at 6 p.m., take all the clothes, start knocking on doors. And oh. when, did, when did you get home after all those, like, long days? 7, 38, 9 o'clock at night. Uh, so I, I live 20 blocks from the school in New York. Uh -huh. There's no yellow buses that pick you up or public buses that pick you up and take you to school at your door. Yeah. You walk home. If you don't live two miles away, you don't get a bus pass yeah, wow. to, to, to ride to school in the public bus. So it was okay. Um, in New York, everybody walks everywhere. Yeah. You don't feel it or complain about it. Right. No, that, that's super motivating. I think that work ethic, that art is lost with the, with, I mean, just specifically with my generation, like I don't, yeah. that self-made, that I, entrepreneurial hustle. I, uh, that's when I uncovered my passion for, for sales. Yeah. Um, I was, <clears throat> I like to say I, was, I learned or developed the ability, the ability to have the gift of gab. I feel I can sell anything to anyone at any yeah. price. Or anything because I, I sell myself versus sell you selling you an item or yeah. or anything and so I I've learned over the years of now doing sales of twenty plus years that people buy if you can pro provide a value and present it as something that is uh, something that creates it gives you peace of mind and that this is what you're buying mm -hmm. people don't put a price on peace of mind if you ask them how much you pay would you pay to have a sa you know safety of your family. They'll yeah. say, I'll pay anything. That's yeah. You're giving them peace of mind, and they won't care the price of that that item. And usually when I'm negotiating a product that I'm selling, it's like uh, we don't talk price until the end because it's, it, it's a formality at that point. I have to let you know the price for ethical purposes, and that I'm very ethical, And um, but it's a formality. Price doesn't ever matter. This yeah. is what this can do for you. And how, how long did that take you to learn? Because you were doing... How long did the door-to-door post-school last? Or, like, did you go to college? Or what happened in, in those, like, 18 to 22 where you just keep hustling? Uh, well, um, I went to VCU at, at 21 years old. I moved okay. here to Virginia um, from New York. I was working in the healthcare industry then. Mm -hmm. I worked at Henrico Doctors Hospital in the surgical, as surgical tech, passing instruments to mm -hmm. the doctors. And I did my, my courses and uh, certifications at VCU, and I did some of the work there. My older son was born at 22 years old. Um, and then I had the dreams of, of the American dream of, you know, buying my home, giving my son a great backyard to play with. And so I started working two jobs so that I can uh, be able to have my down payment for my home. And all. I started learning about the corporate world at that mm -hmm. point. I, I knew... I got around a lot on street smarts, 
Um, and I've always been very book smart, but I put the book smart into work, the, the second part of my yeah. beginning of my adult life. At 22 years old, I got into the corporate world, started learning the importances of things uh, uh, and how to essentially, I, I like to say you can put me anywhere on God's green earth, I'll triple my worth. I've, I've, mm. It's a saying Jay-Z has. I listened to him a lot uh, growing up, but yeah. w- with that, I uh, I like to think that anytime a company takes an op- gives me an opportunity and makes that investment in me, I want to be their best investment they ever made, their best asset available, and I take a lot of pride in that. If I, I, I don't, the, failing them is never in the back of my mind, yeah, ever, I, or worried. I don't. Pressure has never bothered me at any age of my life. I, I thrive and I, I like those yeah. being in those situations. Absolutely. And like you said, you, um, yeah, I think you said something about like researching the craft and it wasn't until that latter part of your life that you actually applied the craft. Yes. That, that there's, that a lot can be said about like, you know, getting the info, but actually practicing what you're preaching is, I is agree. that a huge break for you? Just like getting really into the nitty gritty. It was, I'm glad to, have gone through the emotions, right? To start at the bottom, to work your way to up the ladder. Yeah. Uh, because you learn all the beginner things, the foundational things that, that, that is needed to, to be successful. And so going through all of those experiences, that helped me be able to put it all together. Yeah. Because you, you learn a lot even from colleagues who were successful in the same roles you come in and later on and, and take in. So... I've always liked to pick, I look around the room and see all the successful people and, and pick little pieces, bits and pieces of what made them successful and then put it into my own way and then also be successful while holding myself accountable. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a non-excuse no kind of guy. Absolutely. So either you do it or you don't. Or There's no happen. gray area in between yeah. for me for anything. Heck yeah, that's motivating. Now, now coming into Richmond Window... You've got this long career under your belt. You're ready to lead this team. Like, what what philosophies are you taking into, or I guess how does how does Richmond Window look different as opposed to your other careers? Like, you know, you're you're settled in. You got the family. You're ready to, like, what's the philosophy coming in? What's your mindset into this new job? So it, it is new. Um, yeah. I've been in telecom sales my whole life. Uh, That's a grueling 20, game, I'm sure. Twenty years of yeah. telecom, at, right after healthcare, uh, but. Sales is sales. Yeah. Um, you just apply a few different techniques. Once I learned the product, you know, and, and I'm able to speak the jargon and slang of Windows, my leadership skills combined with that, there's no limits for, for our team. Uh, my mindset and philosophy for us is that I come in understanding that I can't do this alone. I, mm-hmm. I'm no fool. Um, I'm going to need every single one of my teammates colleagues and peers around me um, I'm gonna need all of them right uh, I don't like to overpromise and under deliver I like to do it the other way around I like to under promise over deliver that's me um, I like to insert a self a, a portion of myself into every one of my teammates uh, of, of my peers and, and, and reps. What I want out of them is what I want them to get from this to motivate them is to understand that me as a leader, I will never ask them to do anything I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't want to do myself or do myself. 
And I think when you have a leader like that, that that's willing to be out there in the battlegrounds with you, you will run through a wall for that person because that person's not, you know, somewhere in the air conditioned room while you're out 90 degrees, you know, canvassing. Um, they, they see you right then and there in the front lines with them, regardless of a title. Who cares about that? Let's all be successful. To, I can't be successful without them, and I know that I'm no fool. So I want them to, to know that anything I'm successful with is going to be because of them. If they succeed at anything, I would never take that shine from them. I would always give them credit. And if a neck needs to be put in line somewhere, I'll put mines in line for them so they can continue grinding and, and, and getting better. That's huge. I think that's a sign of a great leader. That's, that's about me, essentially, when it comes to I, I'll take blame when something goes wrong. I'll give you the credit when something is right. Absolutely. Um, let me deal with the hammers that come up from above. I'll mm -hmm. deal with those. Um, I'll stand in front of anything that is distressful. You know, I'll, I'll stand in front of it, take the brunt of it. I'll protect you but I need to know you're out there giving 100%. Mm. Well, I think that's a perfect way, to, perfect way to end this episode. Excellent. Henry, thank you so much for being here. This was super fun. I'm motivated. I'm already learning a lot, and I'm excited to see the impact you make. Thank you. You're amazing at what you do. I right. appreciate you having me. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Um, oh, I need to do a little outro really quick. If you're listening on Spotify or Google Podcast, make sure you share this. Make sure you throw this in the group me. Um, comment your favorite part. Um, and send this to a friend or send this to a colleague. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Monday. I'll talk soon.